The post-workout glow at Planet Fitness doesn't just feel great. It feels 80s pump-up jam great. Because when you got the glow, there is no stopping what you want to do. And now when you become a PF Black Card member, your glow can be even greater with a free Amazon Halo Fitness Tracker. Get the glow. Get the PF Black Card for zero enrollment and just $24.99 a month. Bring a friend, enjoy massage chairs, and get a free Amazon Halo View. Deal ends November 15th. Subject to taxes, fees, and commitments. See club for details. Hello? Are you ready for this? Tres, dos, uno. Here we go. How do you say here we go? Hi, I'm Elmo. Apparently. And you're listening to You're My Best Friend with two of my best friends, Marcia. I have an answer for everything. I should have been a lawyer. You're just a confused person. This is very true. I know. In the jar. In the jar. Uh, I got it. Welcome to You're My Best Friend, a podcast about life, friendship, and tacos. My name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And this week is a very important podcast, Moxie. Yes, it is. Because it's episode numero... Vinte! Oh my god, you just said Starbucks again. <laughs> Vinte? Vinte. Vinte. Oh my god. Vinte. Your Italian just doesn't... I know, it's Italian it just comes away. out. <laughs> Um, if if you are wondering why we sound a little bit different, we are in a ghetto studio today. No, we are not. We uh, well, no, it's ghetto because it's not soundproofed. This is this is the best studio we've ever had. No, it's not. The million dollar studio we were in the last couple of weeks were way better. No, I, I like this one. This is homey. This is gonna drive me nuts when we, when I have to go through and edit this because <laughs> I'm gonna hear us twice in the echo. The natural reverb, it's good. What we should have done is we should have gotten like a blanket at least to come off this way so that it wouldn't bounce off too far that way. Well, I can do that and during then, our like, commercial break. Like a blanket, right? It looks like there's nails there. That was that way it could condense the sound a little bit. You know what I don't understand? Why that window twenty feet in the air has the capability to open? Who is going to open that window? In case there's a fire. Okay. Uh-oh. Let the fire out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shoot fire, get out. <laughs> um, Moxie, uh, today is episode number 20, but we still have t-shirts for sale. Unfortunately, we did not hit the 15 t-shirt mark. Come on, so guys. So you cannot say the intro of the show, but we still have t-shirts for sale. Shop.thebestfriendshow.com. Tell them about our t-shirts. Um, firstly, I wanted to thank everyone who did buy a t-shirt because even though we didn't hit our 15 cap, we do have a lot of very dedicated fans who tried to help us get there. Um, these t-shirts are awesome. They have our logo on them. They have our names on them. They're super soft. And it's basically just the best t-shirt you're ever going to buy. Who decided to put your name first in the logo? I think you did. That's right. <laughs> I was going to say whoever it was made a terrible, terrible decision there. Yeah, that was, that'd be, that'd be you, buddy. Yeah, I know. So <laughs> if you want to support the show, head over to, to shop.thebestfriendshow.com. Pick up a t-shirt for just $14. And 99 You know what? I'm going to put it on sale. Okay. Today only. For this week only, $14.95. Nice. Save three cents or four cents. I'm terrible at math. That's a good sale. <laughs> That's a great sale. You know, if you know your uh, target sale codes, that means that it's going to go down even more. So I would just say uh, keep watching. Maybe. I don't know. This is the cheapest it'll ever be, Mox. Okay. It's the cheapest it'll ever be. Um, but you have something you want to talk about. Yes, I do. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking uh, about music specifically and uh, one of the most recent things that I've just released, but I wanted to take this opportunity during this episode, episode numero 20. 
It's not getting any better. I wanted to talk about a company that has really affected uh, my vocal regimen before and after shows and just upkeep. Uh, Superior Vocal Health. So I got a couple of samples from this company before I went on the APU Chamber Singers Tour to China. And I was able to use these samples to do some upkeep on my voice, especially when I got horribly sick over there and lost my voice on choir tour. So they sent me a couple of different things. And these are just like vocal health, uh, homeopathic things that I've been using. I love their sinus cleanse spray. It's a nasal spray, but it also has a bunch of different ingredients in it. It's got uh, herbs like grapefruit seed extract, olive leaf. Uh, if you're a singer, you know that olive leaf extract is one of those things that can help you from getting sick. It's got Himalayan sea salt and cayenne pepper, um, all of that stuff. I used that when I got sick instead of using regular nasal spray, and it really helped me, especially being in uh, a more polluted environment. They also sent me throat saver which i use before and after shows and they sent me vocal rescue and all of these products they have a couple of other different products as well um but they wanted me to let you guys know because i know we have a couple of musicians who listen to our show they wanted me to uh let you know about these products and they also gave me this really cool discount code so if you're listening to the show and you think that this is something you'd be interested in go to vocalcure.com and use the discount code BESTFRIEND10. That's all caps, BESTFRIEND10. And that'll give you 10% off of your order. That's awesome. Isn't it? Yeah, I'm going to go order some. Okay, well, that's good. Cause, yeah. Yeah. Sweet. So what was the website? <laughs> Vocalcure.com. And what was the promo code? BESTFRIEND10. Which is 10 times less the amount of best friends you actually have. You know what? <laughs> 10 times more than the amount of best friends you have. It's true. It's very true. Very, very true. I am selective with my best friends, uh, mainly because there's only one. doesn't have any. Shut up. <laughs> Don't tell people that. Uh, all right, Moxie, we're going to be back, and we have something we want to talk about. Yes. It's a very important issue. We're going to get serious here. Very, okay? very serious. We're going to talk about pumpkin spice. No. And all the lattes. And, and other things. Well, and more than that, too. But <laughs> in the next segment, we're talking about pumpkin spice and all everything that's nice. Yeah. See what I did there? Uh, yeah. That was all right. That was okay. Okay. I can probably come up with something better. Do better next time. I'll fix it later. All right. All right. Cool. All right, Moxie, it's time for White Girls to Rejoice. Yes. You want to know why? It's that time of year. Dollar in the jar. Okay. <laughs> you know what time it is? What time is it? I'm really happy you didn't go into Hamilton right now. Showtime. <laughs> okay. I'm like stop I said, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it is pumpkin spice latte time, Moxie. Pumpkin spice everything. Uh, and I am not a white person, uh, even though people think I am. Uh, but you are a white person. I proudly white. Uh, don't say that out loud. Undeniably, it's, it's, not, it's not very. It's not very popular to say that nowadays. Uh, but uh, it, it, it's you know, hot girl summer just ended. Now it's pumpkin spice. Uh, pumpkin spice season. So let's talk about this. Uh, Starbucks coming out with some pumpkin spice. The spam companies coming out with pumpkin spice spam. Yes, yeah, seriously. Um, I, I think I'm gonna come out with like pumpkin spice socks or something. Like I just, it, what? just we have to do something. We have to. Wait, do you eat the socks? Hey, you know what? If you're into it, that's up to you, man. <laughs> that's up to you. I'm sure there's a market for it somewhere. 
Uh, but should we introduce our special guest? Yes, we should. So our special guest that's here today is, is one of Moxie's friends. I'll let her introduce her here in a second. But you're, you're, she's going to be joining us for the rest of the show. Yeah. It's the first. Yeah. It's the first time ever. First time ever. First time ever that someone's going to go from segment two to three <laughs> to four. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm organized. So introduce your friend. Okay, so this is uh, one of my best friends, and one of the uh, one of the reasons Ruben gets mad at me for having too many best friends. <laughs> um, this lovely lady sitting right next to me, uh, her name is Elaine Kong, and I met her four years ago when we started our music degrees at APU together. We graduated together, and we went to China and Hong Kong together. She got to show me around her hometown. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Elaine Kong. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello. Yes, I no, I don't have an accent. <laughs> You're welcome. You know what? What you didn't hear was there was a huge crowd in the background erupting, saying "Yay, Elaine!" You're lying. When, well, halfway. There is a button. There, yeah, he's uh, gotten better. At- <laughs> yeah. Oh no! Yeah. I'm so sorry. You, uh, hand her your your earphone real quick, or one of them, so that she can kind of sort of hear this. Oh my gosh! There's so- magic. <gasps> Oh, I'm popular. <laughs> no. Now I'm a princess. <laughs> <laughs> sure. All right. So we are here. Uh, we're going to be talking about some more serious things uh, in the next segment. But right now, we want to talk about the pumpkin spice phenomenon that's yes. going on in this world. So, Moxie, uh, do you have some stuff that you want to pull up, or are we going to start with the Starbucks stuff? You know, I just Googled an ad. Uh, an ad. I Googled an ad. Thanks. I Googled an article. This they just is, show up, you know. This is from- yeah, You don't have to look for them. They just pop up. Eater.com. Eater? Eater. Okay. Yeah. Uh, 65 pumpkin spice foods that have oh, no, no business being pumpkin spiced. Oh, no. Can you see this? Wow. Okay. Wow, you're hitting my laptop. I'm sorry. I hope you have good insurance. Violent. Okay, so we've got pumpkin spice yogurt pretzels. Oh, gross. Valet. Jamba juice pumpkin smash smoothie. No. That's Already. Right. Uh, pumpkin spice Cheerios. Still valid. Okay. Werther's Originals pumpkin spice soft caramel. Never had it. Life pumpkin spice cereal. Why? Milano cookies. Okay. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Protein powder. That what? makes sense. What about uh, dog treats? Unless you eat dog treats as a human being. Otherwise, I don't think they'd see the difference or they taste the difference. Yeah, I don't think my dog is a white girl, so. (laughs) Ooh, But there are some white girl dogs. Do you guys eat Halo Top ice cream? No. But it's ice cream. Yeah. So, okay. Pumpkin pie ice cream. Pass. How Mm. about uh, Little Debbie cake rolls? Too sweet. Cliff bars? Okay. Oreos? Oreos. Mm. Mm. This is mm. debatable. Okay. So wait, these are things that shouldn't have been pumpkin spiced? These are just things that are pumpkin you see, spiced. You see, pumpkin spice is just artificial, okay? Yeah. So why? Well, what is pumpkin spice exactly? I don't know. Extract. It, no, it's Gigi talked about this, and that's next week's episode, so I don't know why I'm talking in the future. But, <laughs> but she talked about it being um, artificial. Like you said, like it's, it's man-made. It's not actually something that's... Because if you taste pumpkin, it doesn't taste like that. Yeah, no, no pumpkin tastes way better mm. than that. Yeah. Like, I don't understand why you have to create a spice out of pumpkin, because pumpkin by itself is really good. Yeah, honestly, though. All right, cool. We're in agreement. How about uh, Pringles? Gross. Hummus? Pringles? Hummus, what? maybe. No. Maybe. Can we Hummus, go? It's going to be big. Can we go? Can we go? Can we buy like as much of the stuff on the list that we can possibly find 
and then try it. I'm down. Are you down? Debatable. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's okay. This is a pumpkin spice latte burger. No, <laughs> I'm tapping out on that one. No. Toothpaste? No. Gross. No. 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 Okay, hold on. Let me let me just put this out there. Okay, if you're a white girl, beard oil. No, no, no hold on, hold on, stop. <laughs> Not for stop the white for, girls. No, stop for a second though. Okay. <laughs> No, no, the beard oil probably is for the white girls because they like guys with beards. Oh my gosh! But let's stop for a second. Let's let's oh. let's picture this, okay? Moxie, you're you're the only white girl at the table. Thank um, you. And honestly, it, this is an honest truth. Yeah, uh, probably this is why I keep saying no to everything. Yeah, yeah. no, no, it makes sense. Um, yeah, no. It, imagine being a white girl. Um, would you want your boyfriend to brush their teeth with pumpkin spice? Toothpaste. Ooh. Like, like, let's be honest. Melody's saying no in the background. She's saying no. <laughs> she's the other white girl in the room. She's not at the table. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, Moxie, would you would you want your hypothetical boyfriend or husband no. to 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 wake up one you know during pumpkin spice season and brush his teeth with pumpkin spice toothpaste uh. and then like passionately make out with you. Ew. No, I, none of that I want <laughs> to happen. Where did you come <laughs> up with that? I'm just saying, like, like I understand that there's certain things that, that, that like, white girls cannot, like, cannot fight off and pumpkin spice seems to be one cannot of them. Cannot fight off. Like, like honestly, like if, if, if there was pumpkin spice cologne, I would buy it and walk into like a Target and just see what's stuck. I think you have problems. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> You're barely noticing this? This is probably why you don't have a lot of best friends. Oh, hey, my, oh but, burn. But my, the one, the person who thinks they're my best friend is a white girl. Who thinks they're not we're me? Not, we're not getting into this. It's not me. I well, know it's not me. You are a white girl and you do think Marjorie, you're best friends. Pumpkin spice pasta. Oh, God, no. No. I wonder if that would actually taste good, though. No. Just don't try it. What would you... What would Pumpkin you, what kind spice. Of, what pumpkin pie vodka? Yes. I'm down. Yes no. for that. <laughs> Soy milk, yes. Yeah. Hey, no, hold on. Let's go back to the pasta thing real quick. What type of sauce would you cook that with? <laughs> Alfredo? Gross. No, okay. I, I'm just trying not tomato sauce. No, definitely no, tomato sauce. But it had to be like a, it had to be like a cheese sauce. Yeah. Oh, that's the only thing that would even make sense. Some you know, sort of cheese sauce. It actually makes sense. Finally, for once. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> what else is on the list? Um. Uh. Here's the burger again. Here's Pringles, soy milk, soap, marshmallows. I could see marshmallows. Do you eat yeah. soap? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think, not anymore. I think it's just like candy. <laughs> I think it's just like candles, probably. Yeah. It just makes your... Uh, aren't, aren't candles and soaps kind of made the same way? What is for loco? It's an alcohol. Oh. <laughs> it's a Mexican alcohol. Legal nice. age, of course. Legal age. As described. Oh. Pa- phone case. That is- pumpkin spice phone case? <laughs> yeah. Pumpkin spice This is a joke. Phone case. Guys, guys, this needs to be fixed. <laughs> pumpkin spice cannot represent a season. Okay. But it does. It does. But there are a lot of things that re- represent a season. You can tell I'm a very sensible person over here. Yeah. Yeah. Not sure what you mean by that. I okay. had a, you know, I have <laughs> kind of PTSD flashbacks from pumpkin spice sense because my freshman year roommate was obsessed with pumpkin spice. Did you ever come to my apartment? Yes. Freshman year? Yeah. Yes, the cat. The place, the it reeked of cat litter and pumpkin spice. Oh, my two favorite things in the world. Yeah. Wait, what about what about pumpkin spice cat litter? <laughs> 
What? Okay, how about this? You guys are former college students. Are you still? I, I am in grad school now. She's okay, in so grad, grad school. Okay. school. What is this? Pumpkin spice weed. Oh, pumpkin spice vaping. Are you sure this conversation is even Stuff. legal? <laughs> in California, yeah. Yeah, California You're right. You're right. Yeah, I'm that's interesting. Okay, so let's talk about the, the most important thing that's probably not on that list. Pumpkin spice spam. Do you know what spam is? I of course I do. I grew up okay. in Asia. Okay, so I, <laughs> I don't know this stuff. You're welcome. Who invited her on the show? You did. No, I did not. <laughs> I invite nice people on the show. She's not being very nice today. Hey, hey I'm nice. just saying the plain truth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you can't uh, complain. So 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 you're saying that your family eats a lot of spam? Um, I don't want to say your people, but your people. Oh my gosh. Uh, I mean that respectfully. Okay. If you're saying the country that eats the most spam, that's probably Korea or Philippines. I would, I would think that like Samoan people and Hawaiian people would eat more spam than Asian people, but I don't know. Hmm. I think, well, I eat, uh, we don't eat a lot of spam, but we use spam in our dishes because in my family, I have this Filipino Let's call it maid, but I don't see her as a maid. She's part of my family and she's from the Philippines. So she cooks for us. So like she would just cook dishes with spam and we love it. Can I just say I'm starving right now? Yeah, me too. The thing about spam is you can make it taste good. Yeah, you just gotta you gotta know how Honestly, to Honestly, if you just cook it with I don't, just scramble it with eggs, actually it's delicious and it's easy to well, make. Well not even that. If you just put some salt and pepper on it and cook it. Or you just fry it. Just fry it, yeah. That's yeah. all you need. Just whatever you do, don't eat it raw. That's what I've done in the past. Uh, I've never tastes, tried that. It tastes like hot dog, but it's just you know, you have a weird <laughs> consistency at the end of actually, it. Actually that's because it's very processed. Yeah, yeah. I mean so, it's, it's fake pork. Ruben, you do have problems. Yeah, I, I listen, we I was knew this from day one. I was a <laughs> I was a poor Mexican at one point. Okay, so we had to eat Are you weird really stuff. pulling that card? <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Um, so pumpkin spice spam, would you would you be down to try it? No. Just no. Because I'm no. not a white girl. I'm looking at the spam website. The description on spam, com, com, pumpkin spice is- <laughs> Are you okay there? Spice. This is their description. It's real, it's delicious, and it's for your enjoyment. Look for limited edition spam, com- pumpkin spice two packs coming September 23rd. This is when marketing really has to come into place. So I will say this. I have reached out to the spam company. <laughs> Good to know. Thanks. And I have asked them for oh, some no. spam. You did. Yes. And they are going to send us some spam, some pumpkin spice no spam. No way. For us to cook and try. So we are going to be trying the pumpkin spice spam at some point. Don't lick my microphone. That was weird. I did not try. That is the one thing that I did not try to do. Oh, boy. No, Ruben. Oh, man. Uh, I just look over and she's like licking my microphone. It's really weird. Where's that, where's that microphone? Now you're spray? trying to bash me. Uh, I am not. I am, just, I am just saying what happened here. So we are going to be trying for the for on behalf, behalf of all the white people. We are going to on are, behalf of all white people. Yes. You can't speak for my culture like I that. Just okay. Did, okay? 
You guys have a culture? Hey. Oh. <laughs> uh, so we are going to try the pumpkin spice spam uh, for everybody. When it comes out, we're going to film it. It will be up on uh, our Facebook page and probably Multimedia Mouse YouTube channel at some point. Yep. So this is going to be fun. But yay or nay, do, are you excited? to Moxie, are you excited to, to try the pumpkin spice spam? I don't know. I've never even had a pumpkin spice latte. What? No, wait. I know. Wait, this is breaking news over here. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Do I have a breaking news one? No, I don't. Sorry. That's not it. No, that wasn't it. So, okay, so we're going to have a couple different videos coming out in the month of, of September and October. Uh, one will be Moxie trying her first. I, I bought you a pumpkin spice latte once. No, you didn't. I swore I did. No, you, you, no, you didn't. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we're going to film Moxie trying her first ever pumpkin spice latte and her first ever pumpkin spice cold brew. Oh yeah, that's new that's from Starbucks thing now too, huh? That's new from Pumpkin Starbucks. Pumpkin spice cold brew. Cold brew. Cold brew is nice coffee. I I know. Okay, I just I, wanted to make I, sure. I have a friend. I'm Asian, but I know <laughs> things. You're welcome. Thank you. I um, appreciate. You know, it. a hack that I just found on Facebook actually, and I want to try this too when I try my first uh, pumpkin spice latte. One of my friends on Facebook, Maddie Elizabeth, posted her recipe for a Starbucks pumpkin spice drink, and she said, "Ask oh, for pum- pumpkin sauce instead of Ooh. pumpkin spice." No, she said it makes it taste like pumpkin pie. So we got to try that. All oh, right. that makes sense. So that'll be coming sense. out in September at some point. Uh, Elaine. Yes. Yay or nay on the pumpkin spice spam? <laughs> yay, nay. <laughs> <laughs> did she just put both words together? I think I did. <laughs> All right. We'll decide on that later. All right. Until you can say the word und. 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 <laughs> You're welcome. When we come back from this break, we're going to get really serious. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Hong Kong, China. Uh, we're talking about Moxie's new song, The Egg. Welcome back to You're My Best Friend. Today we are talking about something a little bit more on the serious side. It's a uh, big time political issue that's happening, but more than being a political issue, it's a serious fight for freedom that's happening in our day and age. This is this is a big deal. And we brought on our friend Elaine Kong today. She's back. She's made it through the first segment. Hello. <laughs> I did. How are you feeling so far? It's fun. All right, cool. Do I sound like I'm having fun? Did you say it's fun or it's fine? It's fun. <laughs> it is fun. I'm smirking. Okay. So what we're going to be doing today, we're going to talk a little bit about this issue, and then we're going to actually have some of this episode in Cantonese. So if you are American and listening to this, um, enjoy the beauty that is the language of Cantonese, uh, because it's actually really cool to listen to the different translations. I'm glad you think it's beautiful, because um, <laughs> not, everybody, not everybody thought that it's lyrical. I don't know. Melodious or something? I think it's pretty. Thank you. It's pretty when you say it. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> um, so do you want to just dive into this, Ruben? Yeah. Well, I mean, let's explain real quick before we jump into the history and stuff. Okay. Why why this means a lot to you because, you know, there, there's a specific reason for this and then we can jump into the history behind it all, you know, because I, I think that's a good starting point. Because here's the thing, you know, it's very interesting that a lot of people our age all they care about is like the craziness that's happening here in the States. Yeah. You know, and like here, pumpkin spice latte. Well, no, no, no. More like a pumpkin spice president, but um, 
you know, uh, you know, people, people, we're so consumed with what's happening here in the states where we don't realize that that literally across the ocean there are people fighting for their lives and their freedom and democracy and you know their their rights as people. So I think that's important for for us to kind of set that table yeah. before we get yeah. too far into this. So this summer, when I was in uh, Guadalajara, <laughs> uh, if you've listened to the podcast, uh, Hong Kong, yeah, thank you, Ruben, thank you. Wow, simplest dad. Uh, the the choir that I was in got the opportunity to travel to Hong Kong and mainland China. Um, and Hong Kong is where my best friend Elaine is from, and it's where a couple of people in our choir are from. Um, and Hong Kong, uh, it, it's the most beautiful city with the most beautiful people. I have done a lot of traveling and something about Hong Kong was just different. It's very small. It's about the size of Los Angeles, not La, not LA County, like the city of Los Angeles. No, 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 it's LA County. Is it LA County? It's LA County. Are you but sure? LA County is slightly larger than It's like 1.18 times the size. Yeah. I think I, I looked it up last night. You know what? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> It's a really small- Wikipedia it. It's a really small place. It's got, uh, being connected to China, it doesn't have a ton of its own history, but it it has a very rich culture. The people are amazing and kind and hospitable, and they make you feel loved. And um, we, I'm sure if you follow the news at all, you've followed the political issues that have been happening uh, in Hong Kong right now. It's a bit hard to understand, um, when I first started learning about it, I was like, Elaine, what is going on here? <laughs> she was very confused. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Elaine, can you explain a little bit of what's going on right now, just briefly? So what everything happened, everything was caused by uh, the government, the Hong Kong government. So Hong Kong has its own government in a sense um, that is in a sense separated <laughs> from China. Um, that they're not supposed to interfere uh, with our our way of life, uh, to be honest. Um, and the government, the Hong Kong government, proposed this bill that is called the extradition bill. So if you know what it means to be extradited, yeah. I guess, yes. Yeah. Second language problem. <laughs> um, that means uh, when you... Um, violated a law or if you committed a crime overseas in another country, um, then you have to be escorted back yeah. to the, to uh, like you, you committed a crime and you fled back to your own country. I have to use my hands. And then you, uh, and then you, you were found out that you committed a crime in the, in the country that you did that thing. And then that country would request your, you're it's confusing. Yeah, your so, so, whole being to be transported back to that country so that you can go into trial. Boom. I did it. <laughs> so in case you need a translation on that one. Well, thank you. Basically, if you, if you commit a crime here in the United States and then, you know, you even if you go to a different country, say you go to Mexico, to Mexico. you go to Canada, whatever, yeah. and you commit a crime there or you get caught and they find out you have a crime here in, in the States, the government, of, the United States government can say, hey, send them back. We need to try them here as well. And you can actually be tried in multiple different countries yeah. if, if, you know, you do Yeah, and it's a very and- common law or agreement that is set up in between nations. So why is this different in Hong Kong? Because China doesn't have a good record of human, 
of protecting human rights. Mm -hmm. In the United States, um, yes, you do. Question mark? Yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, and Europe, you do. Um, but in China, have you ever really heard good things about them? Yes, I am bashing it and I don't plan on going back there. Um, and But in Hong Kong, we do have our judicial system. We have a very transparent um, yeah, judicial system. We have laws that um, are abiding common uh, universal values. Freedom and hu protecting your human rights, your own safety, that kind of thing. But China don't doesn't. So, um, and that is because we were under British rule for um, about a hundred years. Yeah. So let me explain that a little bit because I think people get confused, and I get confused too. Um, back in what when was what year was it? Eighteen forty two. That's when the first opium war happened. Yeah. And so at that point. Um, I actually just listened to a podcast about this the other day. Oh, cool. At that point, the English stepped in and kind of started to uh, take control of business affairs there. Uh, they stepped into Hong Kong and... They colonized. Yeah, they Hong colonized Kong. it. And then in 1897... Which, which one, let's just claim, in that time isn't rare. It wasn't rare for... No, no. For any country to go and colonize... Colonize. 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 You know, I mean... Uh, it's a thing. I think the, I think the only country that didn't really do it was us for the most part yeah because you were colonized yeah, yeah we were a well, colony not me but <laughs> <laughs> you're from mexico <laughs> well mexico was colonized too by, Sp by, oh, the, yeah, Spanish. by the spanish yeah yes. so it was a trend it, it was, was a thing it was fashionable to do yeah. it yeah Heck, up until recently, wasn't India part of the, the British? India yeah, was, it yeah. was. That's yeah, why they so, speak English. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's why and they so like tea. the British, uh, in that time, they put Hong Kong on a 99-year lease, I believe in 1896. Uh, oh, Wikipedia doesn't show me that right now. And uh, It's okay. That was yeah. uh, that was a rough year for China, too. There were a lot of things well, going on Well, the 1800s in general, it was just rough for them because... All of Europe was like, I just want their resource. I want their silk. I want their tea. I want everything China. For in in the case of Hong Kong, um, it was the salt because Hong Kong, yeah. Oh, that I didn't know. I learned that the you other day. You did your homework. Thank you. Well, it was salt and then it was also silk and things like that. But um, back in the 1800s and earlier before that, that's why Hong Kong was such a valuable trade resource because hmm. um, they had natural reserves of salt. And so, like, starting in the 1600s, that's when they set up um, the walled city. What's it What's it called? Uh, the Kowloon. Yeah, the Kowloon walled, walled city. city. Yes. Yeah, so that was originally a trading post for salt. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's been there for so long. Mm -hmm. Salt. <laughs> <laughs> yes, salt. So that is why Hong Kong was such a valuable resource back then. The British so I think we should do a little historical context here as well, because thinking today, like, oh, salt, like, what the heck? You know, like, salt yeah. is, is so... Back in the day, salt was like gold. Like it was worth gold was. and more. It was the only preservative. It's the way you kept your meat, you know. Exactly. Safe. You it's, don't. You didn't have refrigerators yeah, exactly, back then. Exactly. So um, millennials probably don't know that nowadays. Think of it as like <laughs> think of it as like Bitcoin nowadays. Essentially, it's, you know, like yeah. That is a very good analogy. Thank you. Yeah. I'm smart sometimes. <laughs> you are. I pay attention. I never deny class. that fact. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Thanks. Moxie denies it all the time. I, you know. <laughs> 
So the British colonized, they, they took Hong Kong on a 99 year lease in 1896. Parts of Hong Kong. Yeah, parts they of Hong Kong. They actually had China ceded Hong Kong, parts of Hong Kong to them. And then they borrowed parts of it, borrowed, rented, whatever. Yeah. It's such a weird thing to think that you can like rent part of a country. Well, the, the idea or, or, is that so, when they rented long enough, then it would just become theirs and nobody would so bring it, was, it up again because- It was like uh, a rent to own situation? Honestly, though, basically, it, it is like 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 uh, like like it's just human rent, psychology. But like rent a center, but instead it's like rent a country. <laughs> you know what? We can make that happen again, probably. Should, should I create a website called rentacountry.com? Rent, rent rent country sounds like rate my professor. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. When the British colonized and were in control of Hong Kong, they it, they had their own freedom. They were a British colony, but you essentially... Yeah, yeah, they implemented their system there and whatever that was happening back in Britain, you know, it went from monarchy-centered kind of political environment to a more democratic um, yeah. system. It just went along with Hong Kong, although we were still under um, the British rule. But we enjoyed a, we we enjoyed a certain kind of a certain extent of freedom. Yeah. So that was pretty good. And we hear a lot about the British kind of coming in and taking stripping the regional culture and and forcing people to uh, take on the British culture. One of the things that the British actually did really well with Hong Kong is they allowed them to retain their national culture. They allowed them, they kind of said- Not national. No, not national, sorry. Local. Yeah. Probably that's the better word. Yeah, they allowed them to do that. They kind of, uh, they said, okay, here's the system that's in place, but within that you have these freedoms. And that happened, uh, that was paralleled with, the fact that decolonization was happening around the world. So they were trying to, you know, keep as much colonies as possible. And so that they don't cause another world war because they were just exhausted from being in war. Yeah. So 1997. Yes. 1997. That was the year that we were born. (laughs) And that was a significant year because I was born. Yeah. Apart from that, um, a month. Me too. I, I was, yeah, right. Um, I was born long before. So that. I was born on June first. I'm expecting more gifts this year <laughs> because I'm on this podcast and I just told everybody how old I am and my birthday. Don't worry, I'll edit it out. <laughs> um, so June first, that was when I was born. Why am I saying it all the time? Um, <laughs> she just really wants people because, to know when her birthday is. A month later. July 1st, that was when the handover happened. And handover- I, bl- I blame you, Elaine. For being born. Yes. That's you know, what my, he mom, you my mom used to tell me that, um, to, in order to explain this part of history to me, she used to tell me that the queen, she came visited you as soon as you were born. Aww. And after you were born, she left. Oh. So I felt very special as a child. And I kept, I think I told my friends- that I was visited by the queen. Oh. I didn't know what that mean. <laughs> you know, I was a child. Um, so, so yes, back to the handover. My, my mom said I was visited by the corn man when I was born. <laughs> I got a call from Mr. Nezer when I got potty trained. Is that the same thing? <laughs> um, but yeah, handover, 
Back to the topic. Hand yeah. over. <laughs> Hand over. Um, why was that a thing? So in the 80s, 1980s, that's what we were talking about. A decade, not a decade, a century, century later. Um, uh, China, probably. I mean, China and Britain, they were just having this discussion and negotiation upon um, the issue of Hong Kong because they wanted to know if they could take it back. While Britain was like, you know what? We like to keep it. Is that okay? China was like, no. So Britain's like, okay, how about we will propose different things? Like, you know, we, technically it's yours, but we keep, you know, we still, we still run it. No. Okay, whatever. We'll just give it back to you. So we were the last colony. Dang Brits. To, uh, we were the last colony, colony of the Great Britain. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. The British Empire. <laughs> and uh, it was very sad. I was watching the videos. I watched those videos uh, some time back. And it was so sad to watch it because, like, people who... The governor who um, came to Hong Kong and, you know, ruled Hong Kong for on behalf of the queen, he was leaving with, with his family and they were just crying. And that mm. night, that midnight, it was pouring rain. It's like, you know, the world was crying for that. Um, but um, so it happened. So now we're back to the, the embrace of our, our motherland. Congratulations. Yay. Um, so, yes, I am Chinese and my passport says I am Chinese, too. Um, what do you guys want to know about uh, next? I forgot. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just no, cannot track it. No, it's fine. Because this is, I mean, this isn't really, I mean, we have no notes. We have nothing really in front of us. Usually we have some sort of outline that we want to follow. We're, yeah. just, we're just curious because, um, you know, as, as we said, Mox has a new song out that's dedicated to the protest. But let's talk more about the extradition bill. Oh, right. Yes. Because that, I think, is what sparked the protests. Yes. So after the handover, um, well, the agreement between Britain and China was that they will keep everything in Hong Kong the same for 50 years. Um, so putting how, us at 2047, right? Yeah, it was. It yeah. will be 2047. Um, and uh, by that, it means everything, uh, our judicial system, our uh, executive system, our legislative system, everything, keeping it the same. And they were, they are communists in, in China. They are communist, and we're just keeping our capitalist way. Yeah. Yes. I. I there are flaws at the system, and I actually kind of like it. Um, <laughs> and you like the flaws in capitalism? No, I like capitalism. Oh, yeah. It works better. Capitalism is fun, kids. It's just an opinion. You can come attack me, but that's the hill I'm going to die on. I, I think try living in China and then try living in Hong Kong and see which oh, one you yes. like better. That was what the choir went through. Yeah. And they all loved Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. That's just what I'm going to leave. I'm just going to leave it here. Yeah. Um, so they allow us to keep our system for 50 years. Um, and... That's what that was what was agreed. And we're, so we're we what, were thirty years. Not we're even. now at twenty two years oh, because wow. nineteen ninety seven. Twenty two. Oh duh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, math. That's why she was so specific about her birthday. Yeah. Yes. I don't know how old she is. I'm twenty two. She's the same age as I am. Sue Taylor Swift. I was about to say. Do you I don't know about you. Feeling twenty two. Dollars in the jar. 
Well, back to the topic. Yes. Um, and we were expecting that to happen because 50 years is a long time. And who knows? After 50 years, maybe nothing will ever be changed again. Yeah. Um, but recent in recent years, we've been seeing more and more of the influence of the communist, communist China. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't say that word. Communist China. <laughs> um, uh, their influence in our political system. And that is directly affecting our way of life, including our personal freedom. Yeah. Um, there had been cases that um, uh, people who were involved in politics or they were simply publishers uh, who published books that were um, what is that were banned in China and they were they were we call it being disappeared so the whole thing is passive they is were it, this they it, they were kidnapped is basically it kind, is it kind of like being suicided by the Clintons <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I I don't know what that is referenced to, but oh, uh, we'll talk about that in a different episode. <laughs> but go, go to rubinj.com. There's a blog. You get about it. it. They were they were kidnapped by the government, and there were no um, entry or um, what? No exit or entry record in the across the border. Mm. So there's a border between Hong Kong and China. So basically, they're just taken into yeah, China. Yeah, they were taken. Will. And I will find you. Thank you for that. Thank you. <laughs> and I will kill you. Um, I know things. And oh my gosh. So there have been cases like that. And we are saying, no, this is, no, no, just no, because this is dangerous. How are we supposed to know if the person next to us, if they, perhaps they said something wrong or wrong in quotation, and the next day they are just gone and we don't know where they are. We don't know if they're harmed. Yeah. That kind of thing. No, the this is not acceptable. Extradition bill essentially gives the Chinese government the freedom to uh, bring people back into China for a list of things that they could have potentially done wrong that the Chinese government has the power to say, oh, he did such and such. Exactly. And let, me, let me ask you this because I, I did some reading a while back. Wow, good for you. Thank you. It was was like 17 years ago, but uh, it was the one book I read in my life. (laughs) Kill Mockingbird, great book. Um, No, so I read that China has this um, like social credit score. Oh, that is recent. Yeah, they're implementing it. Is that also happening in Hong Kong? Is that something that could affect? We don't know. We are suspecting it. Okay, and I'm be, I'm very careful with my vocabulary here. Yeah, so so just to, to to let people know what that that is, basically, it's we have a credit score here in America, which basically or well, that is I think a credit card. I think worldwide. Yeah, but I think there's a credit system. You know, basically says how you pay your bills and pay your credit yeah. cards back. And yeah. you know, the higher the higher the score, the better you handle your money. The lower the score, the less likely you are to be lent money. And so, but that China, is just money. Yeah. So China is doing it with social, like everyday social activities. Yeah. And so, if you're a good student, if you, you know, if if you're a good, if you student, pay your bills on time. If you pay your bills on time, if you're a good yeah. student, you know, if you, if you help an old lady who fell down. You, yeah, exactly that. Watch but, Black Mirror. Yeah, or if you the opposite, if you litter, or if you cross the street when you're not supposed to, or something yep. like that, your credit score can go down, or your social score can go down. And then I guess the idea is that. The higher your credit, your social credit score is, the more things that you're allowed to do, like the exactly. more freedom you have. Exactly. Yeah, freedom. Yeah. If you have a higher, so the idea right now they're trying to implement in uh, the Chinese society is that the higher social credit score you have, then you have more privilege 
Which to, is stupid. Yeah, like for example, traveling out of the country. Why is that? Why does it have to be limited, or like, or simply buying a car, something like that? Yeah, that that oh, true. Strictly be on like yeah, if if you or can like getting it. into a good school. Yeah, and this isn't this is not a capitalist no ideology. It's how a centralized government trying to control the yeah. way of life of uh, its people. Yeah. So so then imagine you know I I was watching a CNBC video about this. Where somebody who was like a perfect, you know, perfect student had, you know, like one of the highest scores somehow was associated with somebody who did something wrong and her social yeah. credit score tanked. Oh, yes. You know, which yes. I'm like, that, that's, that's not fair. So I was curious if that's something that, you know, Hong Kong was going to have to deal with. But then, not now. But don't you guys have like the facial recognition cameras and all that stuff that like tracks if you jaywalk? We <laughs> don't know just yet. Well, there are there were there are rumors that said they are implementing it, but we don't we can we don't have all of the the information. We don't have all of the the evidences just yet. So imagine you know here in, you know we have red light cameras, mm-hmm. and they're flawed as can be. You know, like, <laughs> like you, you happen to be in the middle of the street when the light turns yellow and the camera goes off, you're going to get a ticket. Yeah. You know, and so in, in China, they have similar that, except it's facial recognition. They know exactly who you are. And they, they do. And they will come after you if you jaywalk. Yeah. You know, or if, yeah. you, if you litter and they catch it on camera, which mm-hmm. apparently like every single inch of China is covered with oh, these yeah. cameras, which is insane. The big brother is watching. <laughs> which is insane. It is. Absolutely. And it's actually happening right now. I mean, this is, this is the historical political issue of our generation and Mm -hmm. of our time. So, sorry. No, go ahead. No. So I I wanted to bring that back to to this this bill. Uh, What set people off to decide this is the time for us to stand for our freedom? Um, I think the trigger was um, the fact that our freedom, our personal freedom, our um, freedom to express ourselves, um, freedom of speech, freedom of press, freedom of religion could be limited, could be handicapped by this bill. And that is, these, these are the things that we value as a society, as um, global citizens. Yeah. That um, we cannot accept this happening in our city, the city that we love, our yeah. very home. Do you find it weird that, you know, you grew up in a society where you kind of had your freedom and then, you know, uh, now your freedoms are being taken, taken away from you slowly, but surely, but now you live in a country where it seems like people your age are begging for our freedoms to be taken away. Honestly. Yes. Is it a weird contradiction for you? I, you know what guys, listen, I don't care what your political stance are. Read your history. Yes. Read your history textbook. Review whatever no, 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 history don't, class. Don't read the history textbooks. Read oh, history. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes, read history. Like, okay, like I don't know history. how your his, history even, education system works. Look at what's happening right now. There are things going on in China that people don't if get If you to. really want to know what socialism is, go to China. Yeah. And if you're not convinced just yet, 
Go to North Korea. Yep. I don't know if you can make it back out. Yeah, we're not, we're not allowed in North Korea for American. Right. <laughs> I do, Donald Trump. I do want to say, though, so I, I did some research, and uh, the things that the protesters want at this point, so the extradition bill was suspended. It the, was. The things that the protesters want now, they want Carrie Lom to resign from her position. Um. This is debatable. Um, there were sayings that this was this was one of the the demands. Okay, but more likely, we wanted real democracy. Well, let me. You want to be able to vote your leaders in? Yeah. Yeah. The five demands are the complete withdrawal of the extradition bill. Yes. The government to withdraw the use of the word riot yes. in relation to the protests. They want the unconditional release of arrested protesters and Absolutely. all charges against them dropped. They want an inquiry into the police behavior because that is unacceptable. Oh, totally. And they want the implementation of universal suffrage. Yes. Which is all that's Ex- explain pretty universal reasonable. suffrage. Universal suffrage. That means everybody gets to vote. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure it was the same thing as women's suffrage. <laughs> yeah. Not just, no. this isn't a feminism thing. This no, is no, no, a no. human yeah, yeah, no, no, no. thing. I'm, I'm thinking just, Mary Poppins right now. <laughs> no, no, I'm just I'm just saying, you know, because I you know not everyone is smart like us. <laughs> like us? Like us. Uh-huh. All of us. So. <laughs> hey, I put some very good historical com- context into this conversation. You have. Yes. Mm. So my friend Elaine and a couple of other friends from Hong Kong, they've been sharing things. This is a big news story. I've been staying updated on it, especially since we went to Hong Kong and then went to China and then came back. And yeah. I, I gained a serious firsthand appreciation for it. Elaine shared something on Instagram mm-hmm. on August like 10th. Yeah. I mean, the time zone was different. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's agree that it was the 10th. Yeah. So 20 days ago, Elaine shared something on Instagram and, um, well, are, we, are we transitioning to the song? Yes. Okay. Before we do that, I got a message. I don't know if you saw the message about somebody was clarifying what the extradition bill might also entail. Oh. Um, which said, my understanding is that the extradition law would actually have people who committed a crime in Hong Kong to be extradited to China. Yeah. And that so. is because China can make up any charges that they wanted that person to have. Whether or not that person would uh, ha- have really committed that crime. Because... Yeah. You know what China can do? Yeah. We, you, you know and you don't know. Well, when the government has all the power and no one can challenge them, they can just say, oh, he did this. Exactly. And then extradite him back. Exactly. There's, they don't need evidence. They don't need facts because they are. Because they are the judge, jury, and just, uh Just yesterday, Joshua Wong was uh, charged in correlation with these protests. And he yes. hasn't even been, he was the leader of the Umbrella Movement back in 2014. But mm-hmm. And he, that was the first time that we tried to... Uh, mobilize um, a social movement that uh, to you know put out these demands that we want universal suffrage. Yeah. So okay, so let's go back to the song. Sorry, I, I okay. just wanted to clarify that. So Elaine posted one of the graphics that she posted, and I've been following this, but she posted something, and it was this whole long uh, thing, and at the end of it, it said, "I stand with the egg," and. Mm-hmm. I, it got her really confused. I was so confused. And I messaged you and I said, what is the egg? Why are we standing with eggs? <laughs> <laughs> We're standing on top of the egg. That's pretty impossible. So um, 
I'm going to read the full quote that you sent me. Yes. And this is a quote from a Japanese author named Haruki Murakami. Yeah. And in, uh, I don't know the Japanese, I mean, I mean, that is actually the Japanese name, but in Cantonese, uh, just for clarification, that is Chunsan Chunsu. Yes. I speak Cantonese. <laughs> and, so just, and just FYI, she'll be translating a lot in the next couple of minutes here that we are. Yeah. Probably discussing. after I finished uh, this quote. Yeah. Um, okay. So the quote is, between a high solid wall and an egg that breaks against it, I will always stand on the side of the egg. Yes, no matter how right the wall may be and how wrong the egg, I will stand with the egg. We are all human beings, individuals transcending nationality and race and religion, fragile eggs faced with a solid wall called the system. To all appearances, we have no hope of winning. The wall is too high, too strong, and too cold. If we have any hope of victory at all, it will have to come from our believing in the utter uniqueness and irreplaceability of our own and other souls and from the warmth we gain by joining souls together. And one of the things that I learned from being in Hong Kong and seeing the people and seeing the atmosphere is a lot of people have tried to paint this portrait of the protest being this violent awful thing and the protesters are just asking for these insane demands and and they're 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 inconsiderate and they're blocking off airports and they're mm-hmm. throwing things in rubber bullets and tear gas and all of that but that's the, not us no <laughs> we don't have that no at the end of the day the hong kong people they want to join together and they love their home and they want to protect their home and they mm-hmm. want to protect themselves yeah and that is all for that is all defensive tactics i would say it's all out of uh wanting to defense uh to to defense ourselves instead of attacking anybody yeah and what happens when you're trying to defense yourself and when somebody's trying to attack you of course you want to fight back a little yeah that's completely normal right (laughs) especially when it comes down to like you know it's not necessarily exactly life or death but at some point it's like give me freedom or give me death. Like yeah. I'd rather be dead yeah. than, than in chains. And that know? is one of the quotes that we use in, in our protest, give hmm. me freedom or give me death. Hmm. Wow. And that resonates with the Tiananmen square incident that happened in 1989, mm-hmm. June 4th yeah. in Beijing. Yeah. Because at what point does it go from peaceful protests and holding hands to that? Exactly. So uh, let's transition into talking about some of these lyrics because I know a lot of Americans, they've been like, what is the egg? And Mm -hmm. um, just getting some historical context and political context on this is really important. So Elaine, if you would do us the favor of translating so that... Let me pull that up. (laughs) Well, um, it's not completely translation. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's more like... Uh, so Moxie gave me the lyrics. Yeah. She wrote lyrics um, and then she gave me them and then she put together with the music. And then as soon as she de- um, explained what the lyrics were about and her ideas behind it, I um, I just, what is the word? But I had- Interpreted? Yeah. Yes. Interpreted. Yeah. Um, See? What, yeah. Smart. So it's not completely- uh, it's not a direct translation, but Moxie, if you will explain yeah. your ideas. Yeah. 
So do you want to translate what I'm saying right now or how do we do this? Um, <laughs> you no. speak and she speaks. What about, what about you will um, explain your ideas because it goes by stanzas. Okay. So, and I can okay. tell our audience what, um, you know, what, how I interpreted it. Okay. So the first verse, this is, uh, this goes by verses and there are four of them. Mm -hmm. The first verse is from the perspective of the government, of the Chinese government. Uh, and or the, Hong Kong, actually. Yeah. Hong Kong, Chinese. Yeah, Hong Kong and Chinese. Basically what the protesters, the message that they've been getting. Um, and a lot of this I pulled straight from news articles and tweets and things online. Mm -hmm. So don't go there. Don't do that. No tears, no blood. Pray for us. So uh, as for the Cantonese or Chinese interpretation... Um, since she said she is pulling things from um, the government perspective, so I just pulled the words that was uh, that was used by the government. Mm -hmm. So um, in Cantonese, uh, or in yeah, in Cantonese, I wrote 停止示威,停止衝擊,回復社會安寧,紀念我們. And that, um, in the Cantonese text, it actually says, um, stop... Uh, uh, what is the word? Hmm. Uh, stop the the protests and stop uh, clashing with the police. Um, uh, and we need to restore the social order. Mm -hmm. So pray and, for us. And I would love to also explain that no blood, no tears. Um, that line came from a tweet that went out a couple of weeks back. Um, there was a huge laser show to protest against the arrest. Oh, and show in quotations. Yeah, they actually, uh, it was a laser show to protest against the arrest of a student union leader. Um, and the laser pointers, because they can disable the face identification ca cameras. So this union leader was arrested for having laser pointers. Mm -hmm. And so all of these people came out um and pointed dozens of laser beams at the outer wall of the building. Um, a lot of people have, in the government, they've said that the laser pointers are deadly weapons because they can set things on fire. And so the protesters, they were chanting, fire, fire, not on fire. And No. Yeah. And it became a dance party because <laughs> laser. So at uh, Ryan Ho Kilpatrick, he's on Twitter and he tweeted tonight was something we all needed. No tears, no blood, just laughter, song and dance. Mm -hmm. So that's the reason for that line. Mm -hmm. Going to verse two, don't act out. Don't play with fire. Don't grow up. Pray for us. Yeah. So still it's from the government perspective, yeah. but these are the words of Moxie. So I, this, in this stanza, I just translated it directly. Um, act out means being rebellious. Yeah. So, fanbun. And then play with fire. And it's still the same interpretation in Cantonese and Chinese. So, wanfall. <laughs> and um, don't grow up. And basically, that is what they're demanding us. And because Carrie Lam even used the analogy saying that if I am a... Uh, if I'm a mother trying to discipline my child um, and I know this is good for him and this is how I am going to discipline my city under my rule. What is this? Yeah. You're not our mother. Yeah. So back off. You're just doing your job. Yeah. And we're trying to be us. And that is one of the directives to the don't play with fire 
uh, the government said, don't play with fire in this case. Yeah. So moving to verse three, um, and this is probably one of my favorite verses in this. Uh, This comes from, uh, this is Chairman Mao's uh, essentially catchphrase for the Chinese peasants. Yeah, Chairman Mao is Mao Zedong. Yeah. Or in Mandarin, that would be Mao Zedong. Um, and his directive to the peasants in in a way to entice them into his movement in his five-year plan, the Great Leap Forward, he said... Can I just pause here and just say, when has there ever been a five-year plan in the history of countries that ever worked out well? Or even in a company. Well, no, companies, companies they, tend, they tend to work well, but if you think about like the five-year plan in Soviet Russia, failed miserably. Well, oh, and can we just miserably. say... I'm sorry. Mao's the 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 slight history five year plan life (laughs) five year plan in life (laughs) the five year plan that this is connected to to catastrophic failure let millions of people died in the great leap forward Mm -hmm. um so it it, Mao trying to empower the peasants but empower them to join his movement Mm -hmm. and he said dare to think dare to speak dare to act and then that's followed by pray for us. And so what I did in this case is I took Mao's words, but I pointed those towards the Hong Kongers and said, you can think, speak, and act and use your freedom to join the movement that you believe in. And that is an irony over here because, yeah. sorry, we're just following your teaching. Yeah. Communist Party. <laughs> yeah. And so then verse four Stand your ground. Stand with us. We'll be back. Pray for us. We'll we'll be back. Do you want to explain that? Yeah, we'll be back. And that came from um, the the umbrella movement that happened in 2014. Um, so that is the first time, as I said, uh, that we had such a large, um, uh, a large, what is it? Uh, civil disobedience. Yes, that's the word. Civil mm-hmm. di- disobedience movement. Um, and, but the, the movement ended after three months ish. And, um, it was, it's just because there were so much division, um, in opinions and how this movement should run. Um, and it was seriously disturbing the livelihood of the people of Hong Kong. Mm -hmm. So it ended and, but people, when they're ending this, this movement, they were, they vowed to not, um, they would not cease to fight for freedom and fight for um, our democracy. Yeah. Um, so then that goes into the chorus, which is, <laughs> it's symbolic in a way. Um, the chorus is, we don't want to watch it burn. We just want the tides to turn and wash it all away. And when we're against the wall and standing on our last leg, and when we have to choose, I stand with the egg. Yeah, so in this verse, um, I I just translate it as it is, um, we don't want to watch it burn. Um, not literal, I didn't translate it literally, but um, in Cantonese, I translate it as, uh, which means we don't want to watch it just go down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we just want the tides to turn. And this is an English analogy, but I also try to use a Chinese idiom 
um, to explain this. And so I use waves. Mm. Um, so we want the wave to, you know, flipped back. Yeah. And that is the same as the English analogy. Wash it all away. Um, here, it's a little vague and, you know. <laughs> fake? Vague. Vague. <laughs> vague. Um, it's a little vague over here because it, what is it? And from my point of view and having witnessing this whole movement, um, this all these months, and the, the one thing that I saw was damages, whether emotionally or physically if you know what happened there there's this girl who lost an eye mm. really because of um the police and she was a first aid responder she yeah, wasn't she, even a protester she was not and all these damages all these hurt and um emotional trauma this is the one thing that we all wanted to end yeah but um and this is not what we wanted no, we don't ever want this. So please just talk to us. <laughs> um, and when Moxie went on to, when, and when we're against the wall here, I translated uh, as, and that in, in Chinese, this is quoted from the Chinese national anthem. Hmm. Um, and that is because we're, and it means when we're at the most dangerous time, because we are, we're trying to protect what we have, yeah. the very little things that we can have. Yeah. Um, and standing on our last leg, when we have to choose, um, I stand with it, with the egg and I just translate it as it is. Yeah. And one of the, I wanted to add, because this is something that I ended up taking out, but one of the slogans is uh, be water from the movement. Mm -hmm. And so I really liked the water imagery here. Yeah, the and it came and, from Bruce Lee. Yeah. It was Bruce Lee. He's also from Hong Kong. Yeah. He taught us how to be water. Yeah, be water. Be and flexible, be, um, how, was, how should we explain this? Be <laughs> aware of what is going on around you yeah. and, you know, just go with the tides. Yeah, and in terms of the movement, if they block off one street, go to the next street. And if we're hurt and if we we just cannot do it anymore, retreat. Yeah, because we can. Don't stick. To, don't stick to your guns so much that you end up doing more damage in the process. Be yeah. water and go with whatever happens. Yeah. Now, do you want to talk about the bridge? Yeah, yeah. So, um, really quickly before we go on, uh, verse four, or. Five. I don't know the, the verse. <laughs> it's a long the, song. She wrote the song. Three hundred sixty-five. The last verse before the chorus and then the bridge is "Don't let go of our love. Don't lose hope for our home." And I wrote that because of my friend Elaine. Yeah, I, I actually <laughs> requested that. <laughs> and thanks to my mom. Hi, mom. Did she get a co-write credit? <laughs> I also would love to add that I cannot take credit for myself. Uh, for this song all myself I did write this in collaboration with someone else a very very talented musician thank you uh, you're welcome <laughs> no Ruben. Uh, they have chosen to remain anonymous in connection with this song because of the tensions happening at this time because they um, uh, let's let's just leave it let's yeah, leave it there yeah so but thank you 
Yes. Anonymous. Yes, You're please. famous. No, no, not, not anonymous. Thank you, anonymous person, because anonymous is a whole different group. No, no, no. <laughs> you know, anonymous is actually the most famous composer of all time. He's com- They've composed more than like- Oh, yes. All right, let's, since, let's get back on track. Since <laughs> Renaissance. No, since medieval time, actually. So sing hallelujah to the Lord. That's the bridge. And a lot of this kind of comes out of left field for people because it's like the egg. And now we're singing hallelujah to the Lord. What is what? happening? <laughs> um. A couple of weeks ago, that emerged as the anthem, one of the anthems of this uh, protest. It actually became the anthem from since the beginning of the movement. Yeah. And that is because um, during one of the nights that was very, very tense between the police and the protesters, um, there were a bunch of Christians decided to go on the streets and go to the front line. And they this hymn, 30 seconds long. Yeah. Super easy. Super easy. Um, very catchy. They sang it's this. Been stuck in my head since. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's like since, a chant. Since, since the chipmunk version of the song. <laughs> well, let me explain this song a little bit too, because I had. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know if I told you. Um, I had a good conversation with the composer, mm-hmm. Lin- Linda Benjamin. She did. This week. Um, and she wrote this song in 1974 for a Costa Mesa Calvary Chapel songwriting camp. Nice. Yeah. So this is, uh, she was very excited to hear about the movement. She asked me to send her a CD of the song so she could listen to it. Awesome. It was very nice. It was so cute. But this hymn song, it was sung by those, by that group of Christian and slowly um, um, some protester joined because when you're singing, when you're making music, you're not causing trouble. Yeah. Nobody can fight you. So they sang that hymn together. Well, I, I think uh, I think some, some kids in Washington D.C. I've heard their names <laughs> might disagree, but well, if you read about the singing revolution that happened in, in Estonia, yeah, Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania, you would agree with me. Um, and those Christians and those protesters, they just joined voices together and they sang this thirty-second, one minute. I'll give you that song. For the entire night. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And that's how they, there's no casualties that night. Nobody was hurt, I think, as I uh, believe according so. to yeah. uh, according to what I read. Yeah. And that became the, the anthem because when you sing that, yeah, everything just stopped. Yeah. So two more things about this song and then I think we're running out of time, huh? We ran out of time 12 minutes ago. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, don't worry. This will be a short one today. Yeah, 12 minutes over. <laughs> so the verses for this song are in 5-8 because the citywide strike for uh, for the movement was on August 5th, 5-8. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then the other thing is... Um, if you check out uh, multimediamouth.com, they have the exclusive on this song for a couple more days. Um, well, by the time this comes out, it'll be, it'll be over. But. Yeah, but check out multimediamouth.com and you'll find the official lyric video for this. And the footage from that lyric video is all of the human chain that happened uh, just a couple of days ago. It was, mm-hmm. uh, And that is modeling after what happened in Estonia yeah. 20 years ago, uh, 30 years ago. Yeah, it was a peaceful protest that happened in Hong Kong the other night. Um, and people just miles across Hong Kong, they mm-hmm. held hands and they sang and they raised lights and 
it was a beautiful thing. So that's where all of that footage came from. And that is from eight two three HKers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are we out of time, Ruben? We, we've been out of time for a <laughs> while now. Uh, maybe briefly explain the cover art. Yeah. Oh, yes. That's the other thing. The cover art, um, I took the inspiration and I worked with a, a fabulous graphic designer on this, uh, Mr. Ruben J. <laughs> um, but the other graphic designer that I worked with was Aramis Rose. Um, I took the inspiration from some of the actual graphics that they're using in the movement. They incorporate the fog and, and the smoke. Um, and the official color of the movement is black and yellow. Mm-hmm. And then the uh, it's hashtag Does I... Does that mean the official theme song? Is that black and yellow, black and yellow, black <laughs> and yellow? I will reconsider the fact that if I'm friends with you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I'll reconsider this podcast coming up. So the hashtag right now is I4HK or I for Hong Kong. And uh, E-Y-E. E-Y-E. And you cover your right eye in solidarity with the girl who had her eye, uh, lost her sight in her right eye because of rubber bullets. And so that is the reason I'm covering my right eye in that Mm -hmm. picture. Yeah. Sweet. And do you want to explain the, the end of the song? Oh, yeah. Elaine, Elaine likes this a lot because uh, if you're a musician, you'll be able to hear this. Uh, it ends on the second degree of the scale. Yes. Uh, so it ends on Ray. It feels, so, yeah, it feels unresolved. That's because Ray doesn't resolve. And mm-hmm. that's the entire reason we didn't resolve it. Originally, we were going to put in the end, I stand with the egg. And then we were in the studio and the people that I was working with, they said, you know, what if it didn't resolve? Because the conflict isn't over yet. It hasn't resolved. Great thinking So over you're saying here. there's an egg part two coming out, potentially? <laughs> Scrambled. <laughs> so, so fun fact, that's I, I referred to this, because I refused to call it the, the egg until it came out. <laughs> And I would call it El Huevo. Uh, at one point, I called it uh, the egg. Uh, what was it? The egg, Huevos Rancheros yeah. or something. <laughs> so um, that's just me being stupid. Um, anything else? I want to thank um, all of the independent news outlets that have given this platform a voice. Uh, and I especially want to thank uh, the recording, mixing, mastering engineer on this, Mr. Ryland Delamo. He did a fabulous job and jumped in literally like three days before. I was like, hey, we need to do this really fast. Can we record this? <laughs> yeah. Thank and you, Ryland. Yes, Ryland is amazing. Uh and my APU family has been so supportive of this. I know Azusa Pacific is going to do a feature on this song. Yeah. it's um, awesome. Yeah. Yes. So I want to, um, for any Hong Kongers that are listening to this right now, just want to put it out there that we, we stand with you. Yes. We, we really do. We are, are praying for you. We are praying for freedom. We are paying, praying for this to resolve quickly. And uh, peacefully. Peacefully without any more bloodshed. Um, America stands with you undivided. And I'm saying that with the authority of the federal government. <laughs> because we had a phone call with Trump earlier. <laughs> we, we had a, we had a, we had a direct, he direct messaged me on Twitter. Oh God. Uh, he said, we're cool. President alert. <laughs> President alert. <laughs> um, but, but in all honesty, uh, we, we do stand with you. We're going to take a quick commercial break and we're going to, we're going to wrap this thing up with the bow. Yeah. It's gonna be a yellow bow. Thanks for uh, sticking with us yeah, through this an hour and 17 minutes. <laughs> All right, Moxie, we're back. And we're back. We're back with Elaine. Elaine's still here. Hello. Tower <laughs> of the jar. Uh, so we, we, you know, 
we're going to go back to our normal stuff here. Uh, next week, let's plug next week. Next week we have Gigi Ashworth. She's yes. A, she's a, a chef. She's a YouTube chef. She's an author. Uh, and and uh, she eats. She does keto. Is the name of her book. So she'll be on the podcast next week. Uh, and of course, like always, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Best Friend Podcast and on Facebook at The Best. No, you're my best friend. Facebook.com forward slash The Best Friend Show. <laughs> uh, just because we ask questions, and this week we kind of threw the show together. We want to make sure that we still kept some of the signature stuff in it. Um, should we ask Elaine our, our signature questions? Yeah. This is the first. You know what? Screw, oh dear. Screw the Instagram stuff because you know what? We have to stick to our signature questions. We do. So it's just we have we can't do an episode without our signature questions. Yeah. So Moxie, it's time for signature question number one. All right, Elaine, <sighs> you're on the spot here. Oh. What is your favorite taco? Asada. Asada. Oh, wow. I'm impressed. Nice. I am impressed. Yeah. With the uh, Beef taco. <laughs> no, it's asada. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> I know. I know. But I'm saying it in its original language. Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Assertive then. <laughs> okay. All right, Moxie, it's time for signature question. Numero dos. This is like hyperspeed. I know. If you had a life quote, what would it be? That's a good one. That is not, that is not a quote. <laughs> wow, this is a hard one. Yeah, I, I know. do have one, but I can't think of it right now. Dang it! Why are you guys all of a sudden went so deep? <laughs> yeah, the last forty-five minutes wasn't, oh my wasn't a deep conversation at all. Ouch! My brain hurts now. I'm sorry. How much? <laughs> how much time do I have? <laughs> Three seconds. Uh, a life quote. Does that mean? Uh, does it have to be motivational? No, whatever you, whatever you whatever. By. Just do it. There you go. <laughs> and then Moxie, it's time for serious question numero trace. This one's easier. Okay. Can you have more than one best friend? <sighs> yes. Oh <Yay>! my god! <sighs> the tide. <laughs> <laughs> my name is Ruben J. And I'm Moxie Ann. And I'm Elaine. And we are out of time. We'll see you guys next week. The there's always time for the drive through deal. Because no matter how fast you are at making breakfast, McDonald's is faster. Start your morning at McDonald's and enjoy one of our tasty bagel sandwiches for breakfast. Try the steak, egg, and cheese bagel or the sausage, egg, and cheese bagel. Order ahead on our app and pick it up curbside. Price and participation may vary. McD app download and registration required.